Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to our monthly book club. and Welcome our author, strong and powerful Harris Nydek. Harris, are you ready to do this? Absolutely. Excellent. Let's do this. Harris is a CFP. He is an AIFA. He's the managing member of CFS Investment Advisory Services, and he's the co-author of Common Financial Sense, Simple Strategies for Successful 401k and 403b Retirement Plan Investing. And Harris, this is your third time on the show, so welcome back. Thanks for having me, George. Always great to uh, discuss Common Financial Sense with your listeners. Yeah. So even though you've been here a couple of times, give me some personal stuff on you, Harris. Sure. Well, um, I'm still married. Uh, that's the good news <laughs> with the pandemic, uh, uh, but all, all good. Um, and we're, we're doing very well here, born and bred in northern New Jersey. Uh, and so I'm in, the, I'm in the land of the Sopranos and Bruce Springsteen um, and, uh, and, and loving life. Are there, are there like highway signs of the boss everywhere you look? Uh, no, it, uh, like everywhere else, we protect our own. Everybody seems to know where he lives. Everybody seems to know where he hangs out. And if you run into him, you try not to be too starstruck and let it be. Every once in a while, uh, you know, you cop a picture with him, and he's pretty cool about that. Okay, nice, nice. Well, the boss is 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 my favorite. So when I come out to visit, you're gonna have to show me. Um, anyway, that's neither here nor there. What was the motivation for putting pen to paper and writing the book? Well. We have a trove of, of, of data and information from from 35 years in being in the business and 30 of the 35 years specializing in the 401k and retirement planning business um, as a subspecialty of the firm. And there's so little information that's out there that's accurate. There's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot of myth. There's a lot of um, information that, that may apply to some but not others, but there's some universal truths to retirement plan investing and figuring out your 401k plan. And it just seems as though while the plans were intended to help people retire, the average person can't figure it out. It just reads it, it reads like uh, Chinese algebra to most people. And to everybody else, it sounds a lot like Charlie Brown's teacher. <laughs> right. And, and, and how does that sound? A want, 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 want is how I recall it. Yes. All right. So I know I'm dating myself. No, that's 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 that is exactly right. So, all right. So it is universal truths that that after 35 years, 30, 30 years of specifically really focusing on this space that you wanted to get across and you wanted to communicate because even though. The information is just abundant and out there. For some reason, it's just not it's just not taking with 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 enough of us. So, what are you hoping that that people get out of reading it? Uh, I hope that they uh, the number one thing I hope they get out of it is that they can do this. In fact, they will do this. They can get to retirement. They can't. They have to save some money. They have to do. There are some things that everybody has to do. They do have to put away some of their money from their payroll into the plan and save money for their future. But if they do that and, and they don't have to be perfect, a lot of people put it off. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to put the money. I don't know how much to take. Just start. Just start. And the thing takes on a life of its own. And 
a lot of people fear have such a fear of making a mistake, have such a fear of the markets going down, and you almost can't make a mistake over the long term if you know early on. Later, later on, of course, you can make a mistake, and we talk about that too about how to avoid those mistakes. But more importantly, um, a lot of people feel that they got to research and find the perfect investment, and that just isn't true. Isn't that the truth right there? It's we are so concerned about getting charged too much or 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 just just in, yes just investing in the wrong thing but if you actually just started saving money and you put it in a quality investment um, it's hard to really mess that up well indeed and this gets to part of the universal truths of the book and how it applies to other types of investing and in some ways uh, about life in general, we fear what we don't know or don't understand, and a lot of people don't know or understand investments, uh, and and therefore and therefore so we have a fear for it, and 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 that could be that that's a universal truth. We we feel we fear anything that that's an unknown. We don't know about the future. We don't know how long we're going to live. We don't know how long we're going to work. We don't know how long we're going to work at this job. So uh, there there's a lot of unknown, and so it's just easier to kick the can down the road and say I am not going to deal with this today, and that is the number one mistake people make is not starting in the first place yeah that's 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 the whole thing it's like if you started when you were 15 years old or 25 years old versus 35 or 45 and I think that we all know that but but that really is that's 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 the truth is that that power of just time and compounding is that's that's the biggest asset that you can have in in saving and investing hundred percent the best time to have started invest but here's the good news again don't beat yourself up over that right about 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 what's already happened the best no doubt the best time to have started investing was uh, yesterday but good news the second best day to start investing is today and there's actually a third best day to start investing that's <laughs> tomorrow but don't but don't let it get further than that yeah yeah I think that that you certainly I'm, I'm, I'm confident see people and talk to people every day that probably have some kind of a fatalistic viewpoint of, oh gosh, I'm, you know, I'm 40 and I haven't saved anything or I'm 55 and I haven't saved anything. But that does not mean that like to, to, to your point, you know, today is the perfect day for you to get started. Yes. And that's one of the things that the book does. It addresses people at every age and every stage of their career. Um, everything we actually chart out, it's there right for you to see. It's it's straightforward, uh, easy to understand, and it, it breaks it out. Whether you're 25, 35, 45, or 55, that you still have a chance, if not to retire completely uh, independent, at least to retire with more money you ever thought you were going to be able to retire with. Right. So just getting started, I think. Yeah. As you, uh, I, I imagine that you're probably a, a, a reader if you are now a writer um, and you probably read a million different business books and financial books. Is there something that, that, that when you and your co-author, Greg, were, were, were thinking about doing this that you said, you know what, we, we, we definitely don't want to do this? Yes. The most important thing, a lot of the business books that are out there really, although they claim to be intended for a general audience, aren't written for a general audience. So the first thing we wanted to do was take the jargon out of a business book. The second someone starts mentioning things like standard deviations or inverted yield curves, most people are going to close up the book and that's it. They're never opening it again because that is just not information or, or, or language that's accessible uh, by most. So uh, what we thought 
the, the greatest challenge and, and the most fun in writing the book was taking these not necessarily sophisticated, but complicated ideas. And how do we uh, explain them in a way uh, without being condescending, you know, with being res- actually respectful to our audience? How do we not talk down, but actually talk up to our audience? And how do we explain these things in plain, easy to understand English? And and again, feedback we had gotten for many, many years that led up to this book from our clients was that we make it so easy to understand, you need to write these ideas down. Hence, the name of the book, Common Financial Sense. Yeah. The other thing I would tell you is, is 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 advice to anybody who's thinking of writing a book, and that's just to avoid cliches. That's just lazy writing. Yeah, fair enough. So, yeah, I I, I think that that's 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 all really well said. Um, we're having this conversation just right. Well, it's it's August the twentieth, and I don't know if we're at the beginning, the middle, of the end, which I think that we said last time of COVID and the pandemic. When. When did you actually write it, and, 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 and when was it released? It was written in the uh, autumn and winter of 2017 into the spring of 2018 and released in um, late spring 2018. So it was written, about two, written and released about two years ago, but it's an evergreen subject, and it was written to be evergreen. The only thing that's changed in the two years since is that the government has changed how much money we can put away each year towards our retirement plan contribution. Everything else is completely valid. And so the the pandemic that hasn't changed anything. Well, the pandemic is unique in that this is the first kind of health related bio slash biological related uh, crisis that's that's absolutely brought the world to its knees. However, um, it, it it's not dissimilar if you look at it just from what's happened in the financial markets and investments and in people's four hundred one k accounts. It it's if if you weren't told any of the facts. Uh, surrounding uh, the reasons, it looks a lot like what happened in 2008 and 9. It looks a lot like what happened 2001 to 2003. It looks a lot like what happened uh, uh, earlier. You know, um, the fact of the matter is, is, is that history doesn't repeat itself, but it, but it really, it, it often rhymes. Every one to three years, we're going to get a market correction. That is to say, the market's going to go down up to ten, uh, more than 10%. Every three to five years, we're going to get a bear market. The market's going to go uh, down more than 20%. And every five to 10 years, the wheels fall off the wagon. It had been nearly 12 years since 2008 when this happened, uh, September of 2008. We're just coming up right now on the 12-year anniversary. So it, it's as if it came in right on time. If anything, we were a little bit overdue statistically. It's just that people, you know, every time every time one of these things happen, people think it's the only time it's ever happened or this is like the 100-year flood. Right. No, it happens pretty regularly. It's just people have a great ability to, to they, they we experience pain, but we get to forget, we forget the experience of pain also. So so I, I, it's important to understand it. And by the way, if you're if you are if you are armed with that knowledge, knowing that the market with great regularity is going to go down 10 percent, with a little less regularity, 20 percent, and a little less reg- regularity, even worse. But every time it's always come back. It's not to say the next time it won't come back, but it's never not come back. That's powerful knowledge and allows you to invest with a little less unknowingly. Yeah, going back to that. Going back to that whole fear thing that we all experience, and we all experience that that recency bias of wow, this is this is the worst. This is this hurts more than anything ever has has hurt a human being, and this is going to be the worst thing for our economy. And it certainly could be, but to your point, you know, this isn't the first time. It's going to happen again. Um, so is, is that? 
I mean, what we're talking about and what, what, what your book is talking about are, are long-term retirement savings accounts. So just because something is happening and it does hurt, it doesn't mean that, that we need to have a crazy reaction to it. It, it, exactly right. And we, we talk about it in the book. We talk about what is the difference between easy and simple. Hmm. Well, losing weight is easy. You eat less and you exercise more. Is it simple? No, I don't think so. It's a $3 billion business in the United States alone. And half the people when they in this country, when they talk about the COVID-19, they're talking about the virus. The other, the other half are talking about the 19 pounds they've gained since the pandemic started. Hmm. Um, so, so, but, but, but where that has relevance for this is that we talk about risk and volatility. Those are two words that are interchanged, but they couldn't be more different. Volatility is what's happening day to day. And we have a lot of volatility in the markets these days, George. However, risk is you wake up one day and you're 75 years old and you're physically healthy and you're emotionally healthy and you got no money left because you didn't invest accordingly. That's risk. So volatility is not risk. And, and what's interesting, the more things that are, the more things are volatile, the, th- the, the investments that are short-term volatile are actually long-term the least risky. It's very ironic. That is ironic. And I doubt that people really understand that. Right. It's counterintuitive. And you get to the heart of people are more afraid to lose than they are happy uh, making money. In fact, Daniel Kahneman, uh, who is, I think, a psychologist, not even an economist, won the Nobel Prize in in for economics on his thought, on his on his thought process of being able to prove out that pe- people are more afraid to lose money than they are happy making it. Yeah, I think that's a, that, that's an important and really amazing thing is that we're more afraid of it and we hate to lose so much that it's probably beyond the scope of our conversation today, but that just causes us to hold on to losing investments way too long. Way too long, 100%. Good so, um, anything that, that, that you, you look at and you say, I really wish I could add or take something out? Um, the only thing I would have added and, and we, we did cut it because we wanted to keep the book brief is is a little bit more sort of behave, a couple of more behavioral ideas. Um, I'll give you one uh, as an example, some food for thought for you and your listeners and our listeners today. And that, you know, that every everything gets broken down into lists. And, and you've seen lists. Well, here are the 10 here are the 10 money personalities or here are the five money personalities. Mm-hmm. Actually, there's only two. You can be an earner. Or you can be a burner, and and you cannot believe all the application all this has. What's an an earner? And it has nothing to do with whether you're a workaholic or not. It's just it's a frame of mind. It's a point of view about how you look at your money. When you get your money, you spend some, but you save some. A burner just burns through it all. And now here's what's interesting: um, an earner, if they partner up with an earner as as their life mate, is going to do very very well because they're compatible financially. And if a burner connects up with a burner, they're actually also going to do very well in terms of their relationship. <laughs> they're going to end up broke. They're going to have a lot of fun. And if you're an earner and you're married or with an earner and you like to go out with your burner friends, you note at the end of the night, wow, that was a lot of fun. But man, I can never keep up with them. And and and, and the trick is to not even try, right? The problem is, is when an earner partners up with a burner. And that, and that frankly is... Uh, if you look at the matrix, that's 50% of the outcomes. And that's why I think that's why there's a 50% divorce rate in this country. Hmm. Because, because uh, you know, relationships end for one of two reasons, uh, um, um, you know, s- s- sex or money. 
And in many relationships, sex isn't even on the table if you're in a business relationship. At least I hope it's not. Right. Uh, but the, but my point is, is that is is that if you you need to be compatible with, you have to understand what your own money personality is, and you don't have to take some ten point quiz. You know intuitively whether you're an earner or a burner just because your attitude about money. It has nothing to do with how much you make. It's an attitude. And then and then and then and then then go through the relationships you've had in your life uh, as an adult, and then start and start putting a good best guess on the people you were with and on the relationships that didn't end well, chances are if you're an earner, they were a burner or vice versa. Yeah. And I didn't include that in the book because it really didn't pertain to 401k investing. But I think there's a universal truth in that uh, that, that would have been nice to include just to give people some more understanding uh, so they start thinking about themselves because this is really about them and their money, not, not anything I want to say. We'll save that one for the next book, Harris. There you go. <laughs> Uh, now and and I uh, I apologize I I should know um, is this is is this your first book? This is our first book. Don't know if it, I don't. I, we have other ideas, but right now yeah. um, we're 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 still um, you know I still run a, a full time uh, investment advisory practice, so that's uh, right. a business. So that's right. uh, that 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 takes up most of my most of my time right now. All that work stuff getting in the way of uh, of All your writing, sir. Exactly. So give me the main ideas that you really want to reinforce again. I'd want to reinforce that everybody can do this. Uh, it, it, the information is actually accessible through this book. It's the first book written with the employee in mind, not the boss. Uh, and, 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 and the feedback we've gotten over the last uh, two years has been, wow, I wish I'd read this 25 years ago. Wow, I understand this a lot better than I thought I, I would. And of course, my friends like to chime in. It's a lot better than I thought it would be. Uh, <laughs> but, but I would want people, to, this can be done. Um, there's, there, there, are, there are some 401k savings hacks in here. Um, there are some ideas in here that really help you get through the pandemic. There's an entire chapter dealing with how to survive one of these financial crises. And it was written two years before the crisis. Nice. I love it. I love it. Well, Harris, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you and where can they get a copy of the book? They can get a copy of the book on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, I believe Walmart.com as well. Uh, the international rights were just sold, so you can. This is a worldwide enterprise at this point. Uh, nice. But more, uh, I, I'm available on LinkedIn. You can always uh, uh, hit me up on the website cfsias.com, and uh, I'd love to hear uh, from anybody. Um, and I, I do want to chime in. You know, I whenever I do talk about the book in a book club format, I like to talk about the other books that I'm reading or have read mm. and enjoy. So in terms of this behavioral finance stuff. I really enjoy uh, two of my favorite books that I think are pretty accessible. One of them is Fooled by Randomness by Nasim Taleb and then Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel Kahneman. And then if you want to just think about how people think, um, any book by Malcolm Gladwell will do that. And then just on a personal level, my, if anyone ever asked me, what's my favorite book? It would have to be The Alchemist by Paul Coelho. Nice. I love it. Fooled by Randomness, Thinking Fast and Slow, and I think by Mal Malcolm Gladwell, and then The Alchemist by Paulo When I say anything, he doesn't have a book called that. He's got about 10 books. Pick right. up anyone. <laughs> he does. He does have a lot of good ones. <laughs> I love it. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Harris your appreciation and share or pick up a copy of Common Financial Sense and share it with um, anybody that... Anybody you care about, I think probably, because obviously, as as a people, we need all the help that we can get when it comes to money. So being able to break it down in a way that's easy to understand and approachable, 
I think is of, of great value. So you can pick up a copy of it on Amazon, wherever fine books are sold. You can find Harris on LinkedIn. And then, Harris, give us the website again of the firm. CFSIAS.com. CFS stands for, it's Common Financial Sense in Any Situation.com. CFSIAS.com. Thanks, George. Well, thank you again, Harris. Thanks for having me. Great. Always great to talk to you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.